turn this off. Okay, and we're back. Uh, cheese with following Sean, and this week we have a record breaker because this person got the most votes out of anyone who's ever been on a poll. Got more than the two people that he was up against combined. And you might know him as Hoagie Bear. You might know him as the Cat. But we have Glenn Hogan today. How are you, Glenn? How we doing, boys? How things? All good. Oh, good, no, no, good, yeah. Oh, yeah. Delighted to have you. Delighted yeah, to have you. no, delighted to be here, lads. It's an honour to be here. An honour. It's great talking a poll, actually. You know, people like Duffer and that, just kind of <laughs> scraping in by second leg, you know what I mean? You're dead. It's like Liverpool win the league with, a, with an asterisk beside it. That's how Duffer's straight into the podcast, you know what I mean? <laughs> I hate making friends, lads. I hate making friends. It's going to be like three hours. Yeah. So normally two, but it's going to be long three hours later. This is the first time ever we're doing a pod, and anytime I left the house, they're saying, oh, what? when's Glenn going to be on? What's he going to say? What are you going to make him say? I'm not going to make you say anything, because I know you're already going to do the business. <laughs> Look, whatever. It'll all be true, lads. Truth. The truth hurt nobody. <laughs> and don't let don't let gossip get in the way of a good like never let room get in the way of a good gossip, you know what I mean? I know what you mean, I know what you mean. A good story. That's all a that people story, want to hear. Right. Yeah. Okay, uh, because uh, as well, Valo has to go away to uh, at like six to do delivery, so uh, the first in, first bit's only gonna be like forty minutes, but we can do like however you want as long after if we do the ad with that. Uh, yeah, uh, do you want to explain some of your nicknames? The the cat. The cat. I don't know where the cat. Well, the cat came from me time and go of Russian Lenny, which could be the cat as a keeper, or <laughs> or he pulls one out of the top corner. I don't, I don't know why I got the nickname, but I I'd often go where the cat came from. Actually, was I started my football career up at Lachini. Oh. Not many yeah. people might know Not that. Not many people know that. So I played under 9s, so under 17s with Lakshini. Mm. And the reason I played with him was because there were three leagues ahead of Rush. Oh. And Rush had Stephen McPhail at that time. But uh, we had some class players up in Lakshini. We had Barry O'Rourke, Brian Matthews, Uncle Murray, Jared Kenny, uh, Stephen Cash, Kevin Rowe. And we, class, we had a quality team up there, like, mm. a real quality team. And we went, we won four or five leagues in a row, just straight one after the other. And I was in goals up there. And yeah, so maybe the cat might have came from then. But then when I came back, I went to Australia, and I came back from Australia. And I said, ah, goals is too boring. I want to play up here. Now I'm brutal. <laughs> Not brutal, but I wouldn't be the most skillful player in the world. But You wouldn't play with Steve McFair. <laughs> exactly. However... If you're telling a man Max Steve McPhail, you wouldn't kick the ball for the whole game. <laughs> his legs would be too soft. You know what I mean? So it's uh, so when I come back, I played outfield and then I played two or three seasons, second team, third team. And I got called up to the first team and I never forget the first team. I think I played my first year, well, my first year only year, the fourth team, the folder after that. I think I played out of the 11 positions starting outfield. I think I played eight positions of the 11. <laughs> so it was just yeah. a very different first team to today. Oh, there only was, well, there, no, there was a first team or second team back then. I'm going back maybe 15 years ago. But uh, yeah, we were at we were crisis point at that stage. We were still in the league that the first won this year. Mm-hmm. We were still at that. 
But I think we finished fifth. And then the following year, we got pulled out because we had enough players. I had to finish in fifth that year. Oh, okay. And I got paid a year that year. Did you? I did. So, so Sunday Major, player of the year was, what do we know, maybe 2009, Glenn Hogan. It's the same league we're in now. So, I had to get that out early before Valo left, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, not only have you been a great player, player of the year. Not a great player. Yeah. Not a great player. I never once said I was a great player. I stopped other people playing, if that makes sense. Well, so you got that trophy not by fluke, then. So if Russia had got the worst player on the pitch to take out the opposite team's best player on the pitch, teams kind of even themselves up, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like I often had instructions from the manager okay, Glenn, pick the best player and then just. Stay with them all game. Like sometimes my instructions were not even to look at the football. <laughs> <laughs> just mark the man. Just mark. But that's football, isn't it? Yeah, I'll just take out your man. That's a very old school approach. Yeah, I mean, like some of the managers I had, Jeff Harris. Jeff Harris was great. Jeff Harris, he two sayings. If he goes by you, he's eating grass. Yeah. And a player can't run on one leg. Those were Jeff's two words. And he'd always say that to you as a defender or a midfielder going onto the pitch. And don't forget, he goes, why he's eating grass <laughs> and he can't run on one leg. Two instructions, simple instructions, but effective. I don't think a manager's allowed to say that nowadays, but it's what? It's true. Oh, I'll, I'll give you a good one. I'll give you a good one. Uh, Vinnie Patterson. Vinnie Patterson. This was when I was playing second team. I'd only come over Australia. And I was a, I was a bit of a Vinnie Jones. On the pitch, right? So Vinny turns around, Vinny Patterson turns around and he goes, Oh, we, we were we were going for promotion, actually, I think. And we had two games left, but we hadn't played a team that was above us. Mm. And our last two games were against them. Mm. So the next team, we played them at home, and they were, I think they were 2 0 up. The number six was, he was running them up. Yeah. So Vinny turns around, and my dad actually discussed it to this day. <laughs> About this, Vinny turned around, he called me over about 15 20 minutes ago. He goes, Hoagie, the number six doesn't play next week. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I hear what you're saying, Vinny. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. So, a 50 50 came in and I absolutely upended him. <laughs> upended him, right? And this is a Vinny and Hedge just got the truth. So, the next thing was, What was your tactic for upending them? Some people like a shoulder, some people like a side. No, the ball was there to be won. Yeah. Okay. And as I went to the ball, I kind of just let him win, not let him win it, but I held back till the ball was gone, and then I followed through. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was a tactical foul that I knew I wouldn't get sent off for because I was got down early and the ball was there. But when the ball was gone, I absolutely abandoned this foul. I mean, I put him in the rose head. And the next thing was we went out there to follow him, so we lost the home game two 0 Mm. Right, and we needed to beat him away to get promoted. And the next thing was, we went down to the pitch, and no sign of number six. <laughs> <laughs> we looked across the sideline, and there he is on the set of crutches. <laughs> and we won two one. <laughs> so it was like Vinnie Patterson, tactical managing genius. So 15 minutes ago, we're tuning it down, knew this was gone, so he's thinking of the next game already. And it was a tactical genius move. With Vinny, I have to say. I wouldn't trust 
anyone else over you, Glenn, to actually offend the fellow tactically. Have you seen me on the pitch? <laughs> yeah, you stick to that. You're kicking at their heels. You're getting at them. But that's what you have to do these days. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's if you can win the first tackle in the first five ten minutes, he ain't coming after you for the rest of the game. He knows, he knows that you have him bet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. was. Hoagie, do you think uh, that might be what happened to you that time uh, you got shot out on the football pitch? I knew that was coming, brother. <laughs> don't you worry, I will come back for you. Don't you worry. <laughs> I have a for you. Now, in that game that we were away, right? <laughs> I have no excuse. It was only a pre-season friendly as well. <laughs> so, I think Nicky Whelan didn't show up. Somebody didn't show up. Yeah, I think it was Nicky. Nicky. Now, I'll give you a great story about Nicky after this. <laughs> when it comes to training but the next thing was so I've heard it on a couple of podcasts so the ball came across and well, no, I had a mare this game as well Valo. but they, they were a far superior team in fairness they had some setup. they had a great setup. but uh, the next thing was the ball went away and I just went it was like I got shot in the back of the foot <laughs> I'd never been injured in my whole life ever and the next thing was, it was me Achilles went anyway. I don't mean Achilles, but it was like I went lads. There's a cricket pitch behind her. I'm telling you now, <laughs> it's not a cricket pitch. There's a little hook on the side of the line with a pelican. But something that hit me in the back of the leg. I've heard a couple of stories about it, but that's and, and I can't argue with them. That is the gospel truth. I went lads. There's a cricket pitch behind us. Look over it because there's a big wall in the back of the goal. You were there, Valo, weren't you? Yeah. Big go, big wall. I said, lad, but wouldn't you look over there? Something's had to hit me in the back of the leg. And I've got an awful slagging. I've been injured once in a 20-year career. And I've never been injured in my life, but the slagging I get for an hour. God, I got shot, lad. I'm telling you, I got shot. Trump, Trump. I could have said in my life. Was it from the adrenaline? Did you think you heard a bang as well? No, it was because I'd never, like, honest to God, there was nobody around me. Yeah. So there was a scramble in the box, and I put, I, I think I pulled off. I actually did. It was probably the only save I made that game. It was one but I, did, I pulled off a great save because the ball came across and it was point blank. And I actually did save it. And I went to stand up, and the next thing I just got this. I don't know if you can hear that on the, on the video, but it was. <laughs> and I went, what is that? I said, lad, somebody's had to shoot me. I thought because I pulled off such a good save, that one of the opponents got taken shot at me. <laughs> I swear to God, that's the first thing I went, oh, dude, that was a great save. Don't pull off a great save. <laughs> and then I turned around and I said, no, that has to be, because I looked over the sidelines and there was only about seven or eight of them and there was no young lad there. I went, right, that has to be a cricket pitch behind us. <laughs> so I said, no, there has to be a cricket pitch there. There has to be. But no, there wasn't. It was just me Achilles snap. It was very rare you had a bad game, but I think I was told a story before where Tom Faye got you up to give a pair of goalkeeper gloves and you ended up playing. No, that, that was Paddy Whelan. Oh, oh it could have been Tom. So it was McGregor was fighting at five o'clock in the morning, right? <laughs> so I had a gang of lads around. And the next thing was, I, it was either Tom or Paddy. I can't remember. One of them rang me and they said, Oh, we don't have a key to the back dressing room. This is at about, I think it was say half ten, the match kicking off at eleven. I said, Hogie, I need you up there. We can't get into the back dressing room. And the next thing was we arrived up. 
and they went hoagie. Uh, the dressing room wrote, We just need you to play. <laughs> get drunk. Well, I'm sorry, a half seven. I think we're playing swords, Celtic. And we, we drew three all. Now, I saved the panel. Now, I might have gave the panel away. <laughs> a bit of bad timing going down on the full forward. I might have gave the panel away, but I saved the panel. Well, yeah, we drew three all. I think I played okay that game, I think. Yeah. I think for a corner, uh, some lad went too close to you and could smell a drink. Locked on the keeper, lads. He's still locked. I'll never forget him. He said it. After the corner, lads, lob balls into the keeper. He's still locked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never heard it in my life. Just keep putting it into the keeper. He's still drunk. <laughs> you also played a game uh, with a bit of fake tan on, didn't you, at one stage? Oh, that was. That was the best ever. That was that was. <laughs> were you there, Valor? No, I was there. I had a great game. Yeah, yeah. I, match, I swear, I pulled off two or three wardies. So we were playing Kilbarrick away, but I was doing a charity gig that night, and we were doing the, the fair ladies of of, of King Gold. <laughs> so we didn't drag that night. So me and Darren Wade went, and we got our spray tan on the Friday night. Of course, I forgot. Somebody didn't show up. I don't think. Or maybe, I think Eric McGuinness had a late injury, or a late fitness test. Yeah. And he, he said, no, I can't, I can't. So I went, right, I'll go on this. So, I, so uh, as bad enough it is, right, so you've got full jersey on, you've got your shorts on, so people can see your, your tanned legs. So this is the middle of everything, so there's no getting away with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? If it was May or June or July, you'd be grand. This is the middle of February. I'm like, oh, no. So I'm with these great brown now, like Frank Bruno walking out there. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is a disaster. So now in fairness, I pulled off two or three great saves. And the next thing, we're one nil up. It's like a Miss Worldly. <laughs> you, did you see that? I honestly got one of, my, one of my best games ever. And the next thing was, we go 2 nil up. And I take a kick out and the hammer goes. Right? And I'm like, oh, no. I'm grabbing the hammer and I'm like, no, there's only 10 minutes left. There's no point in risking it. We're 2 nil up for grand. So I turned around and I said to, I think Asa was on the sideline. I said, Asa, change it up, change it up. And he goes, grand. I said, we're 2 nil up. I said, it's grand. I said, we'll make it through. So the next thing is, in the middle of Kilbarrick, I'm thinking grand. And he goes, Glenn, I need your jersey. I went, oh, no. <laughs> I went, no. <laughs> so, under the pitch, topless. It didn't even bring me over the jersey. So the next thing is, I take off my jersey and I'm spray tanned from the head to toe. <laughs> to say I got absolutely slayed. It's about 50, this is a cup game. It's a cup quarter final, and I got absolutely slayed. There's about 50 people outside. Oh, look at the bender. Look at the foot. Look at this one. Oh my god, I couldn't get over to the sideline quick enough. Bronze from head to toe, oh, I was. There's a complete silence when you first oh, got the jersey. Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 not, not like, because I'm obviously not homophobic, but they thought I was actually gay, and they're like, they were slagging the wrong players. You couldn't score by the gay lad in Nets. <laughs> 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 the gay lad in Nets, and you couldn't score by him. Ah, oh, it, was, it was great, but ah. Uh, but then I went into the shower and I thought it looked deadly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you just had shown off once everyone knew. Oh, big time. <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't want to drop the towel down. I said, lads, look at them white patches towards the brown patches <laughs> in the middle of the dressing room. Oh, it was great, Craig. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, 
You had a great time as a player, but as a manager, do you prefer being a manager or a player? I preferred being a manager because I was a terrible player. Hmm. And I, I was an okay manager. <laughs> but now, but as a player, like I said, I was never good at football, but I just left everything out on the pitch. You know what I mean? I'd like, and that's all I ever ask of players as well. Just make sure when you walk off the pitch, you've no regrets. Now, everybody has bad games and you can't not have a bad game. It's, it's not possible. They always say to people when they walk out on the pitch, just do your best. And when you walk out the pitch, make sure that you walk off and you're happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you're not going to get that every game. At least tired. Yeah, exactly. Empty the tank. Yeah. And when the tank's empty, be honest, put up your hand and say, yeah, the tank is empty. But yeah, yeah. As a player, because I played seconds towards, and then, because at soccer, I was never a good player, unless I was in goals. I was a good goalkeeper. I'll always say I was a good goalkeeper, but outfield, I was okay. I could do like, I'm no disrespect to Tom Faye. I was a Tom Faye. Oh, like, but Tom knows what he can do and what he can't do. Like He's not skillful, but he wins balls in the air, he wins tackles. I was a Tom Faye for the young lads that would never have seen me play. That's the, I was the same player as Tom Faye back then. Yeah, Only with a little bit more skill. You didn't earn any, <laughs> you didn't earn any nicknames outfield. That's, you're yeah, the cat yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then again, I think the time I wanted to play of the year for the first team, I had six games of goals, four games centre half, four games midfield, two right back, two left back. Like as I said, I covered eight positions. Yeah. It was just weird it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, but I'll never get to the time I won to play the year. I went I went in the lockdown afternoon. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> but, but I wasn't expecting to win any trophies. Mm. So they were doing the presentations down in this Carlyan at half eight nine. And of course, half nine, I was up in the strand getting locked with all my mates, just thinking I wasn't going to win at him. So one the lads had to ring me. I don't actually think I had a phone. Oh, I did have a phone back then. Yeah, that's how long ago I was. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're right, I'm in the strand. I said, oh, you have to come down now. I said, nah, lads, go ahead, go ahead. I'm like, you have to come down when you've got an award. So I'm walking down thinking I got most improved players. I know one of them simply awards. So when I won it now, I was delighted with it now. But I was never expecting it, you know what I mean? So, mm. but, uh, but as a manager, yeah, I was definitely a better manager than the player, definitely, yeah. 100%. Yeah. What, what so was... my record speaks for that as well, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I won nothing as a player, nothing. Except player, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I never won any man <laughs> soccer. Gaelic, I won a fair few. I was a, much, I was a good Gaelic player. Yeah? Just... Well, I, I would rate myself as a Gaelic player on the pitch rather than a soccer player. I'd never say I was a good soccer player, but yeah, I was a good Gaelic player. Yeah, okay. Still am. Doing a bit with the tours. Doing a little bit. Doing a little bit with the tours. So. Uh, Where'd you play in the gap? Oh, forward. Really? Oh, I mean, really? <laughs> 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 when we, we we actually had a really good St. Morris team when there was 15, 16, 17, 18. And we won a lot of leagues. And we used to play centre-half back then. Yeah. But then I went to Australia. And then when I came back, I started saying, no. Because the, the game of guys changed. Yeah. Where if you're a back, you just have to run with the forward. You just have to run everywhere. Yeah. I don't really like running the shine. <laughs> 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 so the full forward was kind of my position. But then I got a bit fit and they put me inside the half forward. And I, I, yeah, I wasn't a bad, I wasn't a bad uh, guy player. I brought one or two of the soccer lads over. Yeah. And the same again, Ben Cloak. Ben Cloak's a great guy player. 
He's a great athlete. He's good at fighting soccer and gal now. Yeah, he's a better look. He's a better gal player than he is soccer player, and he's a really good soccer player. I'm not saying that he's not a bad. He's a good soccer player. Yeah, but he's a really good gal player. You know what I mean? He, his physique and everything suits gal better. So yeah, I'd say out of everybody I brought up from Rush, I brought a few lads up. Yeah, uh, Khan played up there a few times. A few lads transferred over, but but Ben's a really good gal player. And he's still young. If he wanted to go up there. He'd make seconds and easily push for, for maybe the bench and the force. Yeah. Because he had the fitness and everything. But he, I, I just don't think. He's too much going on between the boxing and everything else. But uh, no, Ben could be a really good guy player if he, if he stuck at it. Yeah. And with right coaching. Where you come in. No, I don't coach that. <laughs> but no, I don't think Ben needs much coaching. And Ben is doing. Go out there and just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Where would he play? Midfield. Fitness. Not for the first team. Um, I'd say I don't know where he play. I generally don't know where he play, but he could be half forward. You know what I mean? But mm. with the first team, but midfield for the second team, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent for the second team at that level. I think they're Division Five at the moment, and he definitely would be well up at that level. He's a really good guy player. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the only real guy player that comes to mind when it comes to like going to Dublin stuff is Mark Kieran Archer. Oh, he's quality. I'll, I'll give you a good story about Kieran Archer. Kieran Archer, even if you listen to this or not, he won't remember. So we were playing away. It was in the championship. Mm. And I'll, I'll never forget it. Kieran Archer was doing umpire. Right? Yeah. And now we were getting hammered. We were down with about 13 points. And this big high ball comes in. And the next thing was, I went up and I punched it close enough to the square. And I went towards the goals, and the keeper pulls off this save. There was no way across the line, no way in hell, and I wanted to punch it. So it's my goal. No way in hell across the line. And Kieran Archer, his umpire, just points to the goal. Straight to the goal, and the ref just goes goal. Well, they were up by about 13 or 15 points. It made no odds. We got hammered that day. Mm. <laughs> and I knew it went nowhere near the goal, but that's my one memory of Kieran Archer because he'd be way younger than me. But yeah. You don't you don't umpire that day, and you just pointed to the goal, and I went, "You legend." <laughs> I guess they went to the dressing room. Jesus, the defence was shy. I'm out of getting seven points today. <laughs> one goal, one points, and what can you do? You know. What I mean? yeah. But uh, yeah, no. It, it, honestly, it was it was like um, the opposite of when Roy Carroll pulled it out against Spurs at United. <laughs> it was that much on the other side of the line. You want somebody with the photo evidence dragging it across the line. It was it was unreal, but yeah. So in my eyes, Kieran Asher was always a legend from that. No matter what he does with Dublin, <laughs> he'll always be a legend to me. He's got my gold tally up for Morris. <laughs> he's almost earning salaries for that. Everyone always he got has six them. points last time. Yeah. But six points he's in the All Ireland on the twenty final now, fair play to him. And the gas thing is, I ordered chips there about six months ago mm. and he delivered them to me though. Yeah, he's such a humble young lad. He's just he's down there. He's great. He's great. He's from town. Yeah. He's great for the town. Great ambassador for the town. Fair play to him. You ever tried to get him to Russian Lake? No. <laughs> no. Um. I, I think he, I think he went over to Yeovil, didn't he? And I yeah. just yeah. I think I think he went over to Yeovil for three or four weeks, and they he just didn't like being in England or didn't like soccer, and he came home and he just focused on the guy. And I think when you're focused on the guy and you're playing for Dublin, no soccer club's ever going to get you. Yeah. Let alone Russian Lake. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you have Cherry Archer or you have Crumlin or you have Balahoy coming at you and then shrimp from Russian Lake. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he said to sign in that contract there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you got to know your expectations, set your limits. And Kieran might be just a little bit outside. You know what I mean? When you have lads like yourself and Shrimp coming up to him, giving ah, persuasive, persuasive offers. It's like Salford going in for a messy with a contact with him. How the hell are you going to go up to Salford and go, right, Messi, here. We have a lovely club coming up and going. you got to know your limits. you got to know your limits. You have to throw your hat in the ring or else you're not going to get anything. No, but you got to be realistic. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like going in a nightclub at 9 o'clock and up to a good-looking board. You know what I mean? At half three, you're taking one up to the other one in the corner. Special <laughs> <laughs> limits, lad. Special limits. Who was, the, who, who was the kind of better players that you would have been looking at then? Like, that you had to lure in from Gar or wherever? For the second team? Yeah. Oh, that's a lure you in. Con Savage. Con Savage, if he applied himself, could be one of the best players in the world. He has everything. He has pace. He has the the fight. He has the skill. But he just doesn't have the head. His head lets him down. You know what I mean? Now, he's getting a bit older now, and he's starting to come on board, and I hope he really does, because he really has the potential to do it. Bam Bam. Bam Bam has the potential, but then again, he just, he just needs to work. He needs to really apply himself. Dave Kelly, Sean Kelly... If they got the finger out of our hole, <laughs> we're in about fucking lifting weights and we're about more of a football. Could have, could have been in that fourth team. Like, like, I remember four or five years ago, Sean, you were in the fourth team and I was just shocked how Dave Kelly was not in this fourth team. Dave had players, defenders bouncing off him and banging in goals. But that's another story. I don't pick the fourth team. But, I mean, like, the players that that have made it, that didn't really, not that it didn't really make it, but Shawnee, Davey, Khan, um, Batman is a 14 player, so I'm not going to put them in that bracket. You were a 14, you were a 14 yeah. player of the year, yeah. uh, Oh, no, not player of the year. <laughs> oh, lucky! <laughs> I should have brought mine up with me just to show you. <laughs> um, but no, there's a few as well. I mean, like, like, the thing with the soccer is, you're either committed or not. It's the same with the guy, same in any sport. If you're in, you're in. If you're not, you're not. You can't be half hearted. So, but when you go in, it's the same in anything in life. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. You don't train and you start playing. That was Russia Derek 10 years ago. You could not train, show up, and get a match. It's totally different now. And in fairness, it's brilliant now. It's, they're a proper club, four teams this season. It's absolutely fantastic to see. Really is, and I'm delighted for. I really am delighted. It's it's great, and the only thing that's missing is a training facility. And please God, they have it in the next two or three years because the town deserves it. When you look, like we're sandwiched in between Lusk and Skerries, and they've great training facilities. Yeah. Like I can see the floodlights from from Haystown. Boat nice, you know what I mean. And then I see the lads driving by on the way to Valbriggan. It's just for such a big town. There must be 10, 12,000 in Rush now. Easily now. And we, and we don't have a training facility. It's 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 a disgrace. But hopefully, as I said, in the next two or three years, we get there. Yeah. Did, were you ever offered the first team manager job? No. Um, I tell, not that I tell you why. Um, so what happened was, Rush, not too many people know this. But, well, a lot of people know this, that me and Decky don't get on. So we never did get on. Mm-hmm. And 
But me and him used to play midfield for the first team. Yeah, for a while. I played with Declan maybe for maybe two years on the pitch. And not that we didn't get on, we just never seen eye to eye. We never had a fall now, we never we won't fall now, but one fall now in fifteen years isn't too bad. And so Decky turned around, Rush were fouling, Rush had no team, no senior team. Yeah. And they're gonna pull out of everything. And in fairness to Decky, he knocked on my door, even though we didn't see eye to eye. He knocked on my door and he said, Hoagie, if we can't get 12, 14 players, they're going to fold the senior team. Mm-hmm. Senior team has never been folded in 90. And I mean, that's after taking a lot for him to knock on my door to say that because we didn't see eye to eye. So a lot of respect for Decky. And the next thing was we had maybe 14, 15 players and we played and we played. And the next thing we dropped down to Saturday then. We said the only way this is going to go is Saturday. So Roy was managing the seconds and Decky was managing the first. And then when Roy left, I said, right, well, Decky, I'll do the first, I'll do the second, you do the first. He says, yeah, 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 grand. So we keep the club going. Yeah. And till the day, like, I don't think, like, Decky had a five-year plan, I had a five-year plan. Five years, do what we can do, blah, blah, blah. And the next thing was, here we are, here today, five years later, they're intermediate. I'm we're in the same league now the first team where five years ago. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's come on tenfold and in fairness in fairness to Decky, what a workaholic. Like what a man. Like he's putting fifteen, twenty hours a week. It might be ten hours to the public eye or fifteen hours to the public eye. But he's doing ten, fifteen hours behind the scenes on that as well. Yeah. You know, people might like the football he plays and might dislike the football he plays, but you can never take it away from the work that he puts in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, like, like God, when he passes away, like, say, say Russia let it on his grave on one side and whatever on the other side with his family and all that, but fair play to him. Um, he is. He's diehard Russia let it. He bleeds Russia let it. And fair play to him for that. I'll never knock a flag because I know how hard it is to put the hours in. Yeah. And I know that, like, he studies other people's corners or routines. He, he just... He's a full analysis of everything. Yeah. And fair play to him for it. So I'd never say a bad word about the chap. Well, I'd never say a bad word about the chap. But, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'll give out to him about the amount of work that he puts in, if that makes sense. If someone was going to become a new manager for select, which I think, I don't know if it's still open, but second team manager slot is still open. Scotty's in. Scotty's Scotty got second in. Well, oh, he's, he's in. stepping up as new manager. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Scott, what advice would you give to a new manager? He doesn't need any of us. No, if it was just a new manager. What well, advice? Saw, but he couldn't have left the club in a better place. Well, I couldn't have left the club in a better place than he is now. Mm. That second team will be last year's nearly first team. Because they're ever getting four or five great signings. Fair play to them. Mm. Absolutely fantastic signings. Um, the first and second teams are training together now, mm. which never happened before, which I always said should happen. But of course... Nobody listens to me in the club, so <laughs> I left. <laughs> but that means you train together. Because Decky used to take 20 players a week. Mm. And then I'd be down training 20 players, but only six of them would be the second team, the rest would be the thirds. So I always said the first and second should train together, and the thirds shouldn't, butcher. Because me and Decky don't get on. We didn't see either. He's like, no, I'm taking these, you're taking them. Grand look. But... Now, the way it is, if the first and second are trained together now, 
they're taking 26, maybe 27 players to train. And then the Tour and 14, which is great, Tour and 14, are training together. So what I would say to Scotty going in is go in and do it your way. Do it the way you want because your life as a manager could be short enough. Mm. So have no regrets when you walk out of there. So if you want to play whatever style of football you want to play or whatever you want to do, do it your way and be your own boss because trust me, like I'm gone now. So you'll always have them regrets if you don't do it. So go in, do it your way and walk out with no regrets. Okay, okay. So what, what made you leave this year? That's a brave question, Valor. <laughs> That's why I'm on the other side of the computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I might as well, I'll be open and honest. Uh, Bush looks after the first team and no other team. And, but now I'm not saying that every other club doesn't. Because your first team has to be a priority. Has to be. However, when your second team manager and your third team manager are telling you stuff and you're not listening to it, you're not taking it on board, You'll never develop as a club. Because don't forget, when we started off, we only had one team. Back when Decky knocked on my door, we only had one team. Then over the years, we got two teams, three teams. So, But if you're only listening to what the first team is saying, and take nothing on board from what the second team manager is saying, the third team manager is saying, and, and we're only voicing our opinions. We're not asking it to be in concrete. But when it's shot down straight away, and decisions that's going on in the background and run by the second and third team you just realise that you're only a puppet there that's all you are and I'm not I'm not a yes man and I'm not going to put 10 to 12 hours of my time in a week not to be here by the board do you know what I mean to have no say to have nothing to have somebody tell me what to do like I don't mind if I'm told what to do after they listen to my opinion and say yeah we take that on board um, however, we just think this is the better way. I'd say, yeah, no problem. But when I say something and it's shut down straight away and I get n- nothing back, I'm like, Grant, yeah, no problem. But no problem with that. I mean, like, the, tour, the club jumped us up two leagues without even asking me. When we won the league, they said, right, we're going to jump you up two leagues. Went to the secretary of Leicester Senior League, jumped up two leagues, and then turned around and told me, Oh no, that's just where they put us. And so I rang the league secretary and they said, No, your secretary asked us, we put up. I'm like, just don't tell me lies. If you're going to get jumped up two leagues, like yeah. when the first team won league after league after league playing Saturday, they never got jumped up two leagues. Yeah. So why is all of a sudden when the second team win a league, they get jumped up two leagues? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, even if you were for it. Even just, if they asked me, yeah. if they asked me, like there, there was four times. Times this season that we didn't have enough players that I had to go on the bench. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's we didn't have the team. Like if we're going to go up that way, let us go up winning trophies. Mm. If they thought we were good enough, well, let us win it going up. Do you know what I mean? Um, other little things that annoyed me was we got a, we got a club to the cup final. That Shani got a goal in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And there you go. I bet you that won't get out of the All the editing, that will not get out of the But we turned around and it was the first club's final, cup final, I think in 25 or 30 years now. Whatever the year is, I'll be corrected. And the next thing was 
we got this poxy gear handed down to us. Mm, I remember that. It was poxy. It was 40, whatever, and 30 euro a man to buy it or something. Now, yeah. finish. You got you got a top, a, a windshield or a bottom of thing. But I think Shrimp found a box of these in the back of the office. Yeah. They, were, they were horrific, Shani, weren't they? Yeah, they weren't comfortable. They were all. horrific. Especially after wearing like first team gear and having that. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. So this, is the, this is the club's first cup final in 30 years. And we, we get this stuff that's found in the back of the office. You know what I mean? And me, Asa, and Darren Wade, I'm sorry, Joey Clare, were the three managers. And we got nothing. We had to wear our old tracksuits to, to a cup final. Yeah. We got absolutely nothing out of it. The club didn't give me a penny. I went and spent whatever, a hundred quid out of my own pocket on beer for the bus on the way back. I went and got bananas, but I always got them anyway out of my own pocket. But because it was the second team, the club just brought it up. If, if the first team were in that cup, cup final, there'd be new tracksuits, there'd be sponsored buses, there'd be everything all over the place. But because it was the second team, we got nothing. And that's just the way the club's run. It, it, and most clubs run that, probably run that way. I don't know. I've never run a club in my life. But stuff like that just didn't sit right with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. The other thing was, we four games to go today, this year, and we had to win all four to get promoted. Mm. But yet the club had applied to the league for us to get promoted without even getting promoted. So you asked the league, could we play in major D without the four games to go this year? And I'm like, you can't go and apply. But we should have four games to go. Well, with COVID and everything, the league was going to start two or three weeks later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they'd apply and say, they'd ask the league, look, we're getting more players in, can we go up another league? And I'm like, going, that's a bit disrespectful to the lads that are still playing to try and get promoted. Mm, yeah. You're writing off their chance to get promoted already by asking, can we get promoted? It was little things like that. I mean, there's other things that, I don't know if I should get into, but, <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, like, Valerie, how many times have you trained up in like old Malbriggan? Too many. <laughs> yeah. And, and you pay a five, you pay a five a man in, right? Yeah. And and three or four years ago, Valerie, you would have been there. And the man would have been only 20, 25 lads there, right? And the five were ahead was covering it for the two nights. Yeah. Now he's 60 lads up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a half. So where's the excess money gone? So, and you ask the club, but next thing you see the first team with brand new training gear, trying new training balls, and you, and you ask, can we get an audit? Can we get a spreadsheet of everybody's fiber now? Yeah. This year I asked, can we set up Revolut yeah, and have a vault? Because everybody can see the fibers going in, the money going out for the training facilities. And even if the first team were getting new gear, at least you could see it going out. There's an audit of where your cash is going. Yeah. But you're taking cash off players, and it's just disappearing. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? So stuff like that just didn't sit right with me. And I voiced my opinion on this a few times and nobody had listened to me. So I just said, look, I'm gone. So, but the club wanted me out. They wanted me out. That's a very interesting idea, the Revolut. Because like, you know exactly where it's going. You know right? exactly where it's going. Whereas cash is potential for dodginess. Oh, no, I'm not saying there's no dodging. There's like, oh, there is dodginess. If there is. But I'm not saying that the dodginess isn't going back into the club. Yeah. But it's gone back into the fourth team. If, if you get me right, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, because we walk up and, and we're kicking these blue and white Premier balls, the lads of 25, 30, 90 balls training. 
and we'll treat them for a match balls. You know, it's it's a hard honestly God, the way the club has gone in the last ten years, I'll never say a bad word about how it's not a bad word how it's wrong, but when you're asking for things to get better and, and you're not listening to even if you listen to and it doesn't work out, you're saying, right, okay. When you listen to and you're not heard, like, you don't know. Like, last season about in Balbriggan Vallow, we had, what, 25, 30, second, 30 players every Tuesday, Thursday. That's a fiver ahead a week. Where, like, where is the excess money going? Yeah. And that's all you're asking. You're not putting on, on a 100%. I know the money goes back into the club, but we're just asking, just just give us an order trial. Whereas if you get the revolute, you get your vault. You can see everybody's fiber. Everybody's on revolute. Yeah. Everybody is. Everybody's fiber is in there, and if they're not on revolute, you give your mate your fiber cash, and he puts your revolute in. Yeah. So everybody's fiber is in on revolute. You have your vault, and if it is first team training tops or second team training tops, a new bid that comes out of revolute account, you've an order for everything. And I asked for this two years ago, and it was just laughter. And it's still laughter. They asked for it this season, and there's no chance. And there's 65 training this year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's little things like that that, that just got under my skin. But I know the money is 100% going back into the club. Yeah. I'm not accusing anybody of whatever, but I just think, put it on paper, lads. So it cuts out all the questions of where the money is going. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So little things like that. Yeah. No, little things adding up to get. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like when I handed him a notice, it was like, okay, yeah, Grant, no bother. Yeah. It wasn't, well, why are you leaving? What's wrong? Mm. What, what's going on? It was like, yeah, Grant, no bother. You've done your five years, yeah, Grant, no bother. But then it was like, what can we do to get Wes to stay? And mm. Wes is a great guy. I brought Wes in. Yeah. He's a great guy, great football fella, great fella to have around the pitch. Brilliant chap. Love him to pitch. Love the bone room. And the club were more worried about keeping Wales to stay, who was there nine months, yeah. than a fella that's there five years managing and ten years playing. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, so, if the club had came to me and said, right, Hoagie, why are you leaving? What are you doing? What's wrong? Mm. And, and hear, me, hear me out. They just said, yeah, grand. Well, what can we do to get Wales to stay? <laughs> well, there's something wrong there. So, they wanted me out. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I was happy to walk. In fairness, I was happy to walk anyway. But they never asked me, why are you leaving? Yeah. What can we do to make you stay? We jumped two divisions and got promoted. Yeah. And at one stage this season, for four games, we had 12 players going to matches. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the little things like that. I mean... Were you ever asked to leave? I was never asked to leave, no. No, no never asked to leave, no. Um. In fairness, you've seen how long it took to get a replacement and they couldn't get a replacement. Yeah. So they had to move the secretary down to the second team manager. Because mm. not like it's people don't realise until they actually step in. I mean like Dover stepped in with the torch mm-hmm. and they didn't realise how much work was on in the background. Yeah. Like you show up for train, you train and you go home. So it's an hour and it's two hours every day. If you're doing the training session, you have to do an hour yourself just to get planet. Father, you've trained the kids, you know yourself. Then you sit down, you sit down the cones, then you to lay everything out and you pick everything up afterwards. And then once everybody leaves by bringing it, go home down and wash all the stuff and pack it all away. You know what I mean? So you know yourself, Father, don't you? It's a lot yeah. of help. Yeah, sure. If a couple of years ago I was helping Paddy with the training and, and like literally my whole lunchtime at work was 
basically coming up with what drills to do and all. Yeah, it's like it, it's a lot, and and I'm sure I'm sure Decky gets a lot back out of it because he's first team manager, but mm. second team manager, third team manager, it, it it's a it, it's a tankless job. You get no tanks whatsoever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you win stuff, people say, "Oh well, that's just the first team players coming down. That was handy to win." And when you lose stuff, you're a bad manager. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's no there's no tanking in it at all. So it's it's one of them things. But Ace did it for one year and just left. Then he said, "No, I can't do this anymore." Yeah. He said, "This is pointless. You're just basically Decky's puppet. Whatever Decky says goes." And, to an, to an extent it is, but in the last year there, I've kind of done things my own way, and I walked out from me, thank God. But uh, yeah, I mean, Don, as I always said, it's a great club, and it will get better, but they need to take feedback on board, in my opinion. They can't all, like, nobody is always right. And if you listen to outsiders, not even outsiders, but if you take other people's opinions on board, listen to them, and then fob them off. That's fine. But when you don't listen to them, it, it's a dictatorship at the moment. This is the way it is. This way it's going. That's the way it's going to be. Mm. Now, in fairness to Decky, he's starting to listen to Brown and Ace more, and they're getting more ideas, points. You can't take that away from Decky, right? You just really can't. He's there, what, six years, cups, leagues, promotions, fair play to the chap. I really do. Mm. But, but a bit like Mourinho, Decky needs to get involved now in the evolution of football. As Mourinho did, like Mourinho back in the day, the world of football is changing. It's it's a totally different game now than it was when Decky was playing. Yeah. So Decky just needs to learn a bit about that and adapt his football. In my opinion, now Decky probably won't. Decky being Decky, he's a dinosaur, and he'll always he's, just, <laughs> he's the most stubborn man I've ever met in my life. And I know I'm stubborn, but he is absolutely the most stubborn man in the world. But in fairness, he is starting to listen to Brent Nace a bit more. And he's got a great team there with him. And honest to God, I hope them to rule the best down intermediate. And I think they really will do well. They're after making some great signings. And I think they'll go the whole way in the next two or three years, all the way to the top division. And touch wood now they do. Yeah. Just could have left doesn't mean I'm not a Rush Athletic fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be up there, but you can't have it in a club where the first team manager and second team manager don't get on. Mm-hmm. So, and... Decky and Scotty are best mates, so I think I think it'll be great going forward for the club with Decky and Scotty in place. I really do. I've had me time. I've had a good five years. Yeah, can't take it away from him. No, I'm mean, no. no. Uh, Ballard, yeah. do you have to go to work or anything now? Because it's six o'clock. Uh, I'll go in a minute, but just one more question. Like, um, do, you, do you think you'd ever go back? Because to be fair, there's not as many there's not many people that would be like as passionate as you are, and even this season, um, you know, halfway through the season, people might not have thought. You could even look at promotion. Well, every week the messages from you are like, lads, we're still chasing this kind of thing. Like, do you ever think you'd be able to just never do that again, or do you think you might come back at some stage? Yeah, never say never. Is that what you say? Never say never. I mean, I mean I'll never go back with Decky's first day manager. Let's put it that way. Because, you, and, and nothing against Decky, but you can't have it where your first day manager and second day manager aren't talking to each other. There has to be a relationship between them. Because even with Keith this year or Duff or whatever, there was always a relationship between the seconds and thirds. So you have to have a relationship there with the first and second team manager. So I think it had to go between me and Decky that we, we don't get on, we don't talk. So basically it's text messages and that's it. And we don't get on, like, and then we don't talk. Like, 
I'd walk in friend, how are you, how are you? But you need to have a bit of a relationship there. And we didn't have a relationship. So if Decky left and somebody else came in and they asked me back, yeah, I'm not saying that I wouldn't. I might, you know what I mean? It's I'd never say never. Yeah. But before Bello goes, are you going now, Bello, are you? Yeah. Okay, so before you go, I have to say just when you're on the line. <laughs> I better run. Oh, no, 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 you're okay. You're okay, but managing five years, okay? And I've got a lot of excuses for not playing a match, a lot. I mean, I've got a lot of excuses, okay? So the next time, Valley, you know where this is going. It's like the end of the day. Valley, do the end of the Well, we both do it. So the next thing was, it was a. Uh, it was a Saturday morning, and we're due to play Sheriff in a friendly. Remember this, fellow? No, I actually don't. It was only last year. You can't not remember it. So anyway, we're due to play Sheriff in a Saturday afternoon in a friendly. When Valo was in the squad, and I get a text message. And Valo texts me. He says, oh, you got a new bike, <laughs> right? So I text back, because I do a bit of cycling. Yeah. Love me cycling, and I said, Alan must be looking a few tips on cycling. I'll tell you, what did you get? Blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, I got this, whatever. And I cycled home last night from town. And my legs are very tired. I won't be able to play today. <laughs> I went, you are joking. You're absolutely joking. Do you remember it now, Valo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I cycled home. I got a new bike and I cycled home last night. And my legs are very tired. <laughs> Excuse I've ever in my life to play a match. <laughs> that is dire, man. <laughs> <laughs> Having some cycling tips. And what should I get clip on pedals? Should I have the click gear to the side? How many gears should I get? Yeah, my legs are very tired, how you won't be able to play today. <laughs> oh my god. I couldn't get out of the podcast without leaving that in <laughs> It's going to be a big, long bleep now there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll talk more shit about you later on, Bello, but uh, good luck with work. And, uh, talk to you in a bit, Bello. Right, here's how it's been good so far. I'm sure I'll, be, I'll enjoy listening to the rest later on. <laughs> All right, I'll see you. All right, lads. Cheers. Bye.